everybody and welcome to We'll Never Be Royals. I'm LK and that's Rossi. Hey, mate. Hey, mate. Hey. Um, welcome to another Andrew Update app. Oh, we know you bitches love these Andrew Updates so much. We're doing another one. I know. We could, we'll probably do them until the end of time because they're our best rated and they keeps being both nothing to update and everything to update at the same time. Yep. Exactly. Do you think I pulled off saying you bitches then? Because you can get away with it, but I don't know if I can. No, mate, you definitely can. Just like slack that jaw and you can say anything. But before we get started, how's your shit? Um, Look, mate, I'm over here in Melbourne because we used to bang on about this all the time. Just so everybody knows, I live in Melbourne, Australia, and Al lives in Chicago, America. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we record this remotely. So just FYI, everyone. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's just another year of Melbourne trying to have a summer. Uh, it's not going very well. It's quite cold. I've worn my coat a couple of times. And, but even though it's not really summer, I still am subject to watching hours and hours and hours of the fucking cricket. Um, But talking about Andrew, Jesus Christ, it's like, okay, can I share my notes first? Yeah, you're going to have to because my notes are pretty slim. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag 6am notes. Um, (laughs) First off, I need a solid reminder about how to say is it Ghislaine Maxwell? Is that how I'm saying it? Yes, it's a, yeah, it's a, I think it's a Scottish name, Ghislaine. Ghislaine. But I don't know if you heard that last week she attempted to get all her charges dropped against her because, um, as her lawyers said, these charges should be aimed at Jeffrey Epstein and not Ghislaine, but Jeffrey Epstein is dead and so they um attest that she is just the warm body that they're filing these charges at. I mean that's a good it's a good try. Mm. Yeah, but good tries don't win your trophies, mate. If there's anything I've learned from school sports. <laughs> I know, but like like good try. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I don't the thing that the, the, the thing that bothers me about Elaine Maxwell is that like I don't know how she ever thought she was going to get away with this. There's like photo evidence of her with all these girls and all this testimony. Like she's, I just don't know what the end game was because let's say you're, I'm making this up, but let's say you're 30 and you suddenly fall into this thing where you're coaxing young girls into having sex with your sort of boyfriend, Jeff. Hmm. How do you – how does it work in your head so that you can do that and you'll never get caught? Because obviously you're always going to get caught. I, I, I know the answer to this. Go on. She thought she could get away with it because she has money. As Cardi B says, all a bad bitch need is money. <laughs> well, then I pose a different question. How was she not getting away with it then? Like – how was her money not being able to get her out of prison? I mean, it's done pretty well so far. 
Yeah. I mean, I know she's in prison now, but um, like she got away with it for a very long time. And even after he was convicted, she was not involved. It was only after his death that she became the uh, a target. Yeah, that's true. And some of these crimes go back like 20 years, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is a long time. Um, I'm also, I think, I don't know too much about this, but there's a lot to do with her upbringing that um, is probably why she thinks she can get away with it. And I'm actually just started listening to another podcast. I think it's called Power, but it's all about her um yeah, her family life and her father. Ooh, which that shit is loaded, right? Because her father was a rich mess. He was a rich mess and he um, he died on his boat and it's kind of suspicious. Was he murdered? Did he die? Yeah, so maybe she doesn't know anything else but shadiness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and her father also stole like loads of money from his employees, like their benefits and stuff so and essentially got away with it right like he well not got away with it but he didn't he died before any action could be taken exactly yes Mm. interesting is he really stripped of palace duties or are they genuinely naively waiting for this to blow over yeah, I um I have the same question because also I was just trying to find on the interweb but I don't have a definitive answer. But allegedly he still gets paid. Like he still earns his £275,000 a year for being a working royal <clears throat> or a, a retired military officer that works for the royal family, whatever. Um and then, you know, Biz obviously slings him a couple of mil from her douchey. But. A couple of mil from your douchey? <laughs> Mate, I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, like, um, what does he need to spend money on? Because he's living with Fergie Fergs. So. I assume she's paying the rent and she has all the drugs that they would need to survive. So, like, what does he need? 275 pounds a year? 275,000, excuse me, pounds a year for? Like, he literally has no expenses and he's not going anywhere because it's Pando. Yeah, but apparently before that, he was spending millions of dollars. So, he's 275,000 pounds is like, it's, it's nothing. He was spending millions of dollars a year. Yeah, it's like a Panadol when you have a um, when your eyeball's been forked out. It's not, but the, yeah, but town and country are questioning like uh, where maybe it's not town and country. Actually, I take that back. I fucking I love town and country, by the way, mate. Me too. Oh, they're so shameless and sexy and everything I want to be. <laughs> I know. I think. Um, like I think you've really made it when you're when you write for them. Oh, should we make that our life goal? Cut this out of the pod. Should we make that our life goal? <laughs> I, mean, I think I think you have to be a legit journalist. Ugh. I know. It's like the whole it's everything that's stopping us from getting anywhere is that you have to be a legit 
No, it's cheat sheet. Have you? <laughs> oh, mate, I love cheat sheet. I don't know who's behind cheat sheet, but geez, they come in handy. They're like a dirty Wikipedia. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, they're saying like, what the fuck, dude? Where do you spend all your money? And yet, I don't. You remember being like fifteen, and you get your first part-time job, and you're like, holy fuck, I'm gonna make a hundred bucks a week. And then next minute, you're spending two hundred bucks a week, and you don't know how that happened. Yeah, I know it's easy to happen. It's yeah, yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. But also, old Andy should be a bit smarter about leaning on his mates and uh, getting them to pay for shit, which is a weird thing to say because he probably got Jeffrey to pay for a bunch of shit and Jeffrey was the worst. So forget I said that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, he's uh, less, I don't know if we should get started with his, Andrew's relationship with Jeffrey, but it's. It's so bad. And even for Andrew to go and stay in that New York home of Jeffrey Epstein after he had been convicted of sex offences, like is he an absolute idiot? Yes. Yeah, I think he's an absolute idiot because he doesn't – I think it's – he doesn't live in this world and I think it's all – it shows up on the Queen's children in a number of different ways and – for him, it showed up in, like, uh, freedom to his detriment. Um, on a lighter note, yeah, if I may, um, Fergie watched The Crown. Oh, did she? Yes, she did. She was psyched that they uh, included her wedding and she spoke about that on Twitter and then she's – um, actually mostly about Bridgerton. So she's watched Bridgerton three times. She loves it and that's all she's doing. But she did watch Oh, she does. Of course she loves Bridgerton because of all the sex scenes. Yeah, because she's fucking nuts. But let's not forget that she, like, as of right now, like her and Andrew and those girls, God bless them, who are our age that are trying to live their lives, are all – living together through this and I just not to get emotional but like sometimes I think about Eugenie and Beatrice and I just want to give them a hug because that's really hard like it's not your fault that your parents are eccentric at best and demonic at worst yeah that's yeah it's true I feel sorry for them also but like also lol imagine (laughs) Them all sitting on the couch watching Bridgerton. Like, how cringe is it to sit next to your parents when you watch things like that? Yeah, but to be fair, they probably have multiple TVs in the house and don't have to all sit together. Yeah, that's no fun. Just imagine that they do. <laughs> true. That's true. Did you see that um, our mate Emma Corrin, who played Diana, got nominated for a Golden Globe? Did she? Yeah, first acting role, like, basically ever, and she's uh, in the bag, so good on her. Yeah, she did a really good job. And um, who's the other one that's going to play Diana in the movie? Kristen Stewart. Mm, I don't love her as an actress, but the photos that I've seen of her from that movie, she looks amazingly like Diana. Yeah, she does. It always weirdly, and maybe this is just a weird hangover of my life, but 
it always weirds me out when they get Americans to play royals, like because it's like I don't know, you you just can't possibly understand. Yeah, yeah, yep, agree. Mm. But um, good on her. Like I I want Kristen Stewart to be happy. <laughs> yeah, it's a good role. Like, yeah, you'd take it if the agent called. Yeah, just I just hope she does it justice. I just can only ever see her as a vampire, really. Yeah, I know, very pale. What was I going to say to you next that was going to be very good? Um, oh, I know. Just that we have a snippet to play from our interview with our friendy friend Karen Kerbis, who was once a US prosecutor, so had some things to say about how the FBI might be dealing with our mate Andrew. Yeah, we had Karen on the pod last week, and because she went to Charles and Diana's wedding in London, even though she wasn't invited, and she <laughs> had a great time. So we had a chat to her about that. So if you haven't listened to that, go and have a listen. But um, people have been asking me, who is Karen? So um, um, should we explain? <laughs> yeah, so, um, okay, my husband, producer Rob, met Karen in Chicago at an open mic night um, because she's writing a novel about her life and he loved it and chose to make a film about her. Um, And so that's how we know her. But basically, in a nutshell, Karen is an amazing, colourful woman who was a um, Illinois state prosecutor for many, many, many years and then chose to give up her job to um, write telenovelas, which for Australians might be hard to understand, but telenovelas are basically very, very popular um, Spanish-spoken sitcoms. And so she moved to Mexico City to write telenovelas and she's just a very artistic character and that's how we know her. Lawyer, what do you think is going to happen with Andrew? Because we talk about this a lot. I think eventually there's going to be some piece of evidence that's going to come to light that's going to back him into a corner and he's at the very least going to have to be interviewed by the FBI at the very least. Rossi thinks that nothing's ever going to happen because he's Teflon, but you are a former prosecutor. So what do you think? Yeah. Well, okay, so here's what I think is that I think he actually could have been already interviewed by the FBI and that it's just kind of kept confidential. I mean, the FBI does a lot of interviews in all kinds of cases, and you could just take it to something more regular, like an Illinois political corruption case. And it could be, let's say, directed at the governor's office. And you'd have no idea who was interviewed in the course of that investigation because the FBI won't say. So it's not like they won't say because it's Prince Andrew, but they won't release who they're interviewing until if, if someone is charged and those interviews come out. I mean, there are times you hear about, oh, the FBI interviewed that person or that person. But I think that's because either outsiders are aware of the interviews or, um, and, or, you know, that, that's usually how that happens is a third person might leak it uh, for political purposes. But 
For every one of those leaks, I think there are probably hundreds of FBI interviews that we are completely unaware of. I, 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 I think, I tend to think that if the FBI had the evidence to charge him, they probably would because his royal status would not matter so much. But at the same time, um, I don't, I, I think if they had the evidence, he would have been charged already. I feel like these allegations are old and from a long time ago. Um, and so it is, but I, I wouldn't rule out him having been interviewed, but I, I have, I tend to think he won't be charged because so much time has gone by. Mm. Um, and so I think it's just going to kind of go away. I now, if this woman, you know, Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell, Maxwell um, yeah. she, we don't know what she's saying or who she's saying it to in terms of her interviews or cooperation. If they're going to get anything on Prince Andrew, I believe it would come from her um, in making a deal because, you know, the more people that she can offer up, there would have to be corroborating evidence. In other words, she just can't say, oh, and Prince Andrew, you know, like eight year olds. And then that's, that's it. It would have to be. And maybe she is in possession of such evidence. I wouldn't make a decision in or out on Andrew until I saw where her case landed, what happened to her. Um, because then you'll know more. Right now, I think it the, the allegations are so poisonous and deadly to someone that I think they're very careful about what they release because if they're not right, you're going to ruin someone's life with just the question. Yeah. You talk about a loaded question. So, um, I but I do think that Andrew looks to be part and parcel of an awful lot of this. And uh, I think he's kind of been pushed off to the side already. I think him being charged is, is going to depend on what Ghislaine Maxwell does. I think. Um, thanks for listening. You go now. So, <laughs> see you all of a sudden. I forgot how to do it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, rate, subscribe, and review, please. Like, actually, please do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah. You bitches. (laughs) Hooroo. (laughs) See you all of a sudden. Bye. G'day, LK. Hey, girl. How are you travelling? I'm a bit bored in ISO. I'm thinking of shaving off my eyebrows and starting again. Same. Except I have really good eyebrows. You know what we should do? What, mate? We should both shave our eyebrows and see whose will grow back the quickest. What a ripper idea. But we've already got our hands full with the pod, the Facebook, the Instagram and the website, alkaneandrossi.com. Yeah, okay. How about we start a new social media platform of our very own? We'll call it Rossigram. Righto, mate. Let's whack it on the Trello board. Actually, I've got to go shave my eyebrows. See you all of a sudden.